In this presentation, we will take a look at present value terms used in capital budgeting. Our goal here is to understand the relationship between these terms so that when we see these different types of terms, we're not intimidated. We don't think like this is going to be a completely new concept that we have to learn. Typically, these terms will be related to the same ideas of present value. If we understand present value, then we can understand these new terms with a little bit more information. These terms will usually be based around the interest rate. So the interest rate that we are using can be a little bit confusing. We might call it different things and we might think about how did we get to that rate in different ways. Once we've determined that rate, however, usually we're going to be applying the present value concepts in a similar fashion. Once we know how to apply the concepts, how to apply the calculations, then we could use the rate that is given. The first idea we think about with regard to the time value of money is that the future dollars are going to be worth less than the current dollars. And that typically is due to inflation. Inflation causes the purchasing power of the money to go down. A typical inflation rate is usually between 1% and 5% in the U.S. The rate that we use to discount then might be something that's going to be close to what we believe the rate of inflation will be. So if we have this series of payments and we want to bring them all back to year zero, this point in time, then we might use a rate that we think is going to approximate the interest rate. And that would be approximating the time value of money or the loss in purchasing value due to inflation so that's so we might call this a discount rate but we might set the rate to what we think a reasonable rate of inflation will be in order to discount our cash flow payments to get them back to current value dollars so that's one method that we can use now we can also use a discount rate that's going to be based on not only the purchasing power of the dollar going down but on opportunity cost so in other words we might say hey where could i put my money if I wasn't to invest it in this project, if I had this $180,000, where could I put it if I wasn't to invest it here? Well, we know we could at least put it in the bank. If we think that we could put it in the bank or some other investment, that being the opportunity cost and gain, say, 8% on the bank, then we might say, hey, I need to set this rate to be high enough that it's going to be higher than what I could get elsewhere. So we might set this rate a little bit higher. We may still call it a discount rate. But we're not setting it at the rate of inflation just to see the decrease in the purchasing power of money. We're now setting it at the opportunity cost, the cost that we can invest in something else and get basically a return in some other place. So in this format, you might call this a hurdle rate, some rate that we want to clear. We want to get over this rate. We're going to say this is the minimum rate or the required return on investment is another term that this might be called. We will do the present value calculation in much the same way or pretty much exactly the same way with a different discount rate. But the discount rate represents something different. It doesn't represent the value of the dollar going down due to inflation. It now represents the opportunity cost of some other investment that we could be investing in. And therefore, if we were to present value this series of payments with something like a hurdle rate, then anything that comes out positive means that the cash flows are above that rate of return and therefore would be something that would clear that test and possibly be something that we would want to invest in. The third concept that we often see is the internal rate of return, the IRR. Now, this is going to be more difficult to calculate mathematically, very easy to do with something like Excel. But the concept is easy to understand once we understand the present value. So the internal rate of return is the rate at which the net present value is zero. So in other words, if we were to pick an interest rate or a discount rate 
at which this flow, this series of payments would be zero, that would be the internal rate of return. So let's take a look at some examples. This one can be the most abstract to think about, but conceptually becomes clear with examples. So let's say this is our cash flow information and we group that information. Our initial investment is the 180,000. We have the 60,000 each year of the receipts that will happen after that initial investment. And then the salvage value is gonna be the 60,000 minus the 90,000 or the 30,000 is gonna be the salvage. So the 60 and the 30 is that 90. Here's our total cash flows. These in essence just match our cash flows up top. If we were to present value this with 5%, we're not gonna go through the calculations here. You could use uh, a table, you could use the formulas or you could use Excel. We're gonna go over the concepts here. We do use and calculate this in Excel if you wanna take a look at that example problem. Then we would present value this and we come up to the 103,274. Now remember that this 5% we're thinking is basically close to inflation, close to the decline in the value of the dollar. So we're basically taking this cash flow and bringing it back to year zero dollars in terms of purchasing power is the concept of using something like a 5%, three to five in the US would be somewhere around what inflation would be. Now let's do the same type of cash flows. We have the same cash flows here, but now we're gonna be basing it on 10%. And this is something we might call a hurdle rate. This might be based on the opportunity cost of our next best investment. In other words, we need to get a return higher than 10% in order to accept the project. So that means that if we present value this using 10%, we're gonna do the same calculations. It's not something different, it's not a completely different animal. It's the same type of calculation. It's just that now this 10% represents the investment that we want to have. This is our required return on investment for us to, to take the project. And we are hitting that required return on investment anytime we present value, calculate net present value using that rate, and we come up with a positive number. So if this was a was one, it would be acceptable because we would be clearing that 10%. So that's gonna be the key concept there. Now, then we can think about the internal rate of return. You can think about this same series of numbers, and we're, we wanna take a look at the internal rate of return. All that means is that we want to set we want to figure out what this rate would be so that this present value series of numbers would end up to be zero so we want to be able to present value this it to be zero normally we know the rate and then we present value and we see what we get in this case we want to basically set the present value to zero and determine what the rate is now again that's a little bit more difficult to do mathematically very easy to do with Excel and conceptually it makes perfect sense. We're going to say, okay, well, I need to know what the rate is in order to get the present value to zero. That's going to be the internal rate of return 23 in this case. So just realize that the internal rate of return isn't different. It's just kind of the reverse type of calculation. You could do this type of calculation with, in essence, trial and error. You could just basically pick a number, calculate the present value, and then just keep changing this number until it becomes zero. And of course, we can use Excel to, to help us to get this number. We can use a function in Excel, the IRR equals IRR function internal rate of return to calculate a series of numbers very easily as well. So once you have an understanding of what this interest rate is, then it could be called different types of things. And at least you know that the calculation is going to be much the same and go through the similar process. And you're not talking about completely different types of things that we're going to go through, although we do want to know what is meant by the interest rate that is set.